Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. We're here with a new series called Origin Stories. You know, I love me a good origin story, you know, of the superhero type films and whatnot. So I figured we'd do the same thing here and we talk to fans in the local area and, you know, all over the world and talk about their origin story and their love affair with our, our beloved Liverpool Football Club. And here, to, here with me today is... VJ from uh, locally here in Tampa, Florida. VJ, what's going on? What up? What, uh, <laughs> well, everything's great. I have a beer with Chewbacca. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just finishing down my beer. I'll go for it. Oh, no. That yeah. means I have to get a new one then. But yeah, man, let's. Our beloved Reds. I'm obviously new seasons coming up. Um, but. Let's not get into all that. We, we have a whole season to discuss this season. Let's talk about you and, and, and Liverpool. So what? So when did it all start? Why, why Liverpool? How Liverpool? Just how? Tell me. How I love this story. 17 years ago, oh. India, and it, like every other Indian, my football story has wait, to wait, do Wait, 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 Vijay where, Vijay, where are you from? For those, for those listening, on the, for those without video, where, you know, where are you from? Yeah. I'm from Hyderabad, India, the southern part of India. Okay. Uh, spicy or not spicy food? Very spicy food. Okay, I love it. I'm already happy already. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like a lot of Indian stories, my football story also has to do with cricket in the sense that India were playing the 2003 Cricket World Cup. Okay. Uh, and we were playing very well. Uh, and... Uh, it was during that time uh, at one weekend, I saw the League Cup final between Liverpool and Manchester United. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Gerard scores, Michael Owen scores. Gerard assists the Michael Owen goal for us to win the trophy. Amazing. And now at this point of time, that was, I, I've seen a, quite a few football games, but not enough to know who's who, which are the big teams, which are the top teams. I knew none of that. Right. Okay. But when I saw that final, all I wanted to do was, you know, I want to see how this guy plays. I want to see Steven Gerrard, and I just want to see him play. Because there's something about him that I really, really, really loved. It's like I couldn't take my eyes off Steven Gerrard. I wasn't seeing any other player. I was just like, how did he pass the ball like that? He's so good. Look at how he's driving himself forward. That's where it all started. Cut right. to 20 days later, India loses the World Cup final, and I'm like, I'm never going to see cricket again. That's it. Fuck this. <laughs> right? You were like, I imagine the whole nation was in mourning. Was it one of those things? Yeah, it was the whole nation was in mourning. And I was like, fuck this. I got football. You know, there's no way I can form an emotional connect with somebody I don't know. Right? That was that, my logic. Okay, that's fair. So you'll <laughs> never be disappointed. Oh, clearly. Yeah, Let's, yeah. clearly, so you it, know. It, so it's like it built out of self-defense. I get it. All right, cool. Yeah. Fail-proof logic, right? Come on. Yeah. So I just just started to, uh, you know, tuning into games, you know, to see Liverpool play, not Liverpool play, Steven Gerrard play, you know, and that was also the season where the first time he also wore the armband and I was like, dude, the guy's 23 and he's already a captain of his team. Dude, this guy's awesome. All right. And that's how it started. And I still wasn't an avid watcher of, you know, football, right? I left cricket, I was just going around, and then Steven Gerrard happened, and then I started seeing, right? And then I also started seeing the Italian league catalog, right? 
because you know that used to be on the channels back home every day. Okay, so, used in to India, have like, so in India you had the Serie A and the Premier League on. We had all the leagues. We had ser- so okay. uh, the Premier League and the La Liga were on ESPN for us, right? Okay. Uh, and there was another small uh, channel called Ten Sports, which had uh, the Italian league on it, and that's the only football league they had. So they used to keep repeating each and every match multiple times throughout the day. So you turn on the channel, there's some Italian football league being right, right, right. shown. Okay. Sure. So, you know, uh, so I started seeing AC Milan a lot. You know, I used to watch Gerard play whenever I can because I still did not know what time Liverpool were playing. You know, where is the game being broadcasted? You, what am I you seeing? You didn't use Google yeah. at that time? Yeah, I didn't use Google. I had no computer at my home back in the day. Fuck. Oh, damn. So, yeah, yeah. 2003, no computer at home. So I didn't oh, know that's when fair. That's playing. fair. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Those days, right? Dial up internet. The, 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 only, the only way I could knew the channel listing if some team was playing is we used to get the newspaper in the morning and they used to list the games that are going to be broadcast on each and every channel. So that's the only way I knew. Right? Wait, for those, for those that, are, that are unfamiliar with the time zone, what time were you watching these games at? Uh, so, like, if we have, like, uh, you know, the weekend games used to be somewhere between, you know, if it was an early game, the game used to start around 5.30 in the evening, you know? Oh, okay, that's, not, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, and then it was a, a game much later in the day. It used to start at around 8.30, 9.30 maybe. Not still, that's not still bad, you know. You can still go okay. out to the bar, see the game. Well, oh, so, I couldn't so go out at Basically, a Derby's at 5.30. And then at 3 o'clock, kickoffs at 8.30. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the game, the games which were the issue were the Champions League games. Now, that we had to wake up at 2.30 a.m. in the morning to see the game. And then are the bars open at that time? Or wait, are you, no. young, are you old enough to go to the bars at this time? <laughs> no, I'm not old enough. The bars are not open. Don't ask me how I know this, but I know it. <laughs> and... <laughs> There used to be a couple of gaming locations which were open, so we used to go out and hang out at these gaming locations. It's basically like, like computer gaming locations or what? Yeah, computer gaming locations. So people, they, those were open twenty four hours, and people since like an internet like, cafe. Yeah, like an internet cafe. You just go there, play play video games, play FIFA, and right. they had televisions on there, and that was there for twenty four hours. So we just used to end up there. You know, there's no yeah, restriction that, there. That makes sense. I remember in twenty twelve. Uh, for the Euros, I was in China. I watched it entirely at a <laughs> internet cafe at three. Nuts. Anyway, so so you had so you, for the for those games, you would go to the internet cafe to watch the Champions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So initially, it was you know watching a lot more of AC Milan, uh, you know, than Liverpool. You know what right, I mean? Because this this was the AC Milan of Pirlo, Shevchenko, and so on, right? Yeah, Shevchenko, Crespo, Perlo, Gattuso, Maldini, Cafu, hey, Stan. Spoiler alert, they lose to Liverpool in 2005, just in case, you know, you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. So, we're getting, oh, we're getting there? Okay, we're getting there. Sorry. Yeah. Go on, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, So it was mostly, you know, the reason for that was mostly I had no choice. But I started to like AC Milan a lot. And, you know, since I was seeing AC Milan, because I regularly knew that they, even if I miss their game, there's going to be a repeat five times the next day. Okay. So yeah. So oh, I always okay, I got, okay. yeah. So I got to see more of their games, and I became like a huge fan of you know Shevchenko, Maldini, and all that stuff. The Italian, come on, the Italians and all that shit. Uh, you know, saw the final AC Milan winning, beating Juventus, and all that. So it was all that, but 
come 2004, like the 2003 season ended, right? And then the 2003-04 season started. Uh, I was already into football enough that I started getting a football magazine that we used to have printed out back home, right? Which only concentrated on football. So to people who don't know, all the sports magazines in India, 80, if there are 100 pages in the magazine, 80 pages talk about cricket. And there's one page for each of the other 20 sports left. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like one page about basketball, one page about so on and so on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there was a small football magazine, which I found was, you know, in print and they talk about all the leagues. And that wait, wait, wait. I'm trying the- to imagine young teenage VJ, like going to like basically the local bodega and then buying this football magazine. Is that what's going on? Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And I I never used to read whatever's in the magazine. You know what I mean? The only thing that I used to read was, well, when is AC Milan playing so that I can catch the game live? And then when is Liverpool playing so that I can see Steven Gerrard play? Okay. Right? So so we're, okay. So now it sounds like you were into AC Milan more and then just had a Gerrard kind of player flirtation going on. Right. But that was for now, a good. That was for a good four months, right? March, okay. April, May, three months when I started talking soccer. As soon as we, you know, we lost the World Cup, you know, right, fuck right. that. Let's talk about football. Let's see football. I don't have to be associated with anything, right? Sure. Uh, 2003 season. Once I got that hands on my book, I knew when Liverpool were playing. I also knew when the games were being broadcast on television. So I just started seeing, right? Uh, three games in. Three games in, right? Okay. Steven Gerrard doesn't play. I think it was one of the other games. I think it was three or four games into that season in 2003. I think he, he was on the bench or he was injured for that game or he didn't play one of the games for Liverpool, right? I don't remember if it was a cup or a league game, but he didn't play one of those games. And I was like, I go in and I still see the whole game thinking that Gerrard will play, but he didn't play. And uh, I was like, you know what? Gerard did not play. I still saw the entire game and I loved what I saw, right? Okay. I, I wasn't being passionate or anything, but that was the first time I saw Liverpool fans lifting up a scarf and showing you will never walk alone, you know? When the camera pans onto the crowd, the yeah. fans showing you will never walk alone. I was like, oh, yeah. is that the club motto? Is that the club lines? I did not know anything back then. So to win the Champions League was this huge let off and then coming into this year I just thought we're not going to let off. I think I knew very early on. Uh, the first game of the season Allison goes down and Adrian steps in and wins eight games in a row and I was like I think we're going to win the title guys. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> and then like the moment that really sealed it for me that I thought yeah we're not, I don't think we're going to lose very much was United away. And you just saw the way that they like we got boned by the referee. We had everything kind of going against us, and they just would not give up. They just wouldn't give up. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. So now you're maybe, this is probably maybe your, I don't know, 10th game watching Liverpool, and you had no idea up until this point. Yeah, up until this point, I did not know. Because I was so obsessed of just seeing, you know, what Steven Gerrard is doing. And then, that, you know, but was the TV, like I met, because... In the States, it, it took a while for them to start showing you Never Walk Alone. Like when Liverpool was on Fox Soccer Channel, they, if I remember, oh, yeah. they, they never showed that, right? So it, was it a case of the TV or was it a case of you not paying attention? 
it was a case of me not paying attention because okay. the feed which we used to get was directly from Sky Sports. Oh, okay. Then yeah, then you definitely didn't pay with attention. With the all yeah, you know, with all the Andy Gray commenting and all that. Okay. You know, I saw that and I was like, yeah, you will never walk alone. What that's such a set of cool words to, you know, give to your <laughs> fan base. I was like, who gives you will never walk alone to your fan base? I was like, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, and then I just started seeing Liverpool more and more and more and more. And AC Milan fell on the side. Okay? I really didn't care about them anymore. It's not that I didn't see their <laughs> games. It's not that I didn't. I still used to tune in because I used to like what I saw. But right. then, so like you said, like, imagine this is the 10th Liverpool game. I, this is the first time I spot the words, you will never walk alone, right? Cut to the 20th game. I am obsessed with Liverpool. Really? It's not like in what way are you, you know, all the guys' birthdays and blood type? Like, what, what are you talking about here? No, so what that you will never walk alone did is made me look up Liverpool FC. Okay, all right. So you I looked up Liverpool, guys. not even Google search, I just, you know, look up Liverpool FC in the magazines which I already had going back. You know, that one page the sports magazine used to have for football. Right. I just went back to all those magazines to see if they had one page about Liverpool FC. Okay. I just said, oh, this is, you know, it's just the stories, the players, how they talk about it, everything. And the next 10 games later, all I can talk about is Steven Gerrard and Liverpool FC. You know, Gerrard was still a big driving fight. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter if he won, if he lost. We weren't the best club because at this point of time, I still didn't know the history about Liverpool. Right. So you had no idea that Liverpool won five European Cups and so on? No. Or four no we still haven't won. Yeah. yeah. Four European Cups, eight league down, none of it. I just knew that they won that League Cup, and I thought they must be a good team if they were, you know, playing in a cup final, right? I didn't know I mean, anything about it. They could have been Swansea, but yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they could have been Swansea, but for me, if you're playing in a cup final at that point of time, you know, this is a 13-year-old VJ thinking, you know? It's like right. you're playing in that final, and I'm like, well, this is it. It's a good yeah. team, you know? Yeah. Sure. And then I kept seeing them. I kept seeing them. It's just after 10 games, this is when I realized I was obsessed. Now, I don't know how the obsession exactly jumped from, you know, just watching Gerard play in that 10th game to, you know, me being obsessed by the 20th game because I realized it. I'm so obsessed by the 21st game. Everyone in school were starting to tease me as the Liverpool guy. Really? So is that... And why, apparently that be... for, two, for a whole two-month period, I was just talking about you guys should stop seeing cricket. You should see Liverpool. Dude, this team is the best. You should see this guy, Gerard. He's like the captain, vice-captain guy. I mean, when he <laughs> kicks the ball, your balls are going to drop off. It's like, it's you to me. And I've been just talking about that for like two whole months. Everybody at school knew it. They say, VJ, no, it's the Liverpool guy. That's a Liverpool guy. He just talks about Liverpool. And, you, and people ask, what is Liverpool? I don't fucking know. He just talks about it. Just go and ask him. <laughs> it's because I imagine in 99% of these people, uh, of these Europeans were into cricket, correct? Were into cricket. And, you know, the ladies so weren't how, even into cricket. Yeah, cricket. so how did the ladies speak about you in Liverpool? How did that? <laughs> oh, they hated it. They hated it. <laughs> They're like, to talk about something else, what the hell are you talking about? You know. The ladies were obsessed with different kinds of things back in the day, in my school at least, you know, things like Harry Potter and, you know. And then this is some random guy talking about some random sports team in England, not even yeah. England. In England, that's It's fun. a league team. Yeah. They were like, well, are you talking about England? No, 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 I'm talking about Liverpool. 
No, no. Are you but you said it's in England, though. It's like, no, it's Liverpool. But you said it's in England. No, no, no. It's just Liverpool. I know it's in England. It's the country of scouts. <laughs> no, but okay. So, now I just realized something that I'm not a parent, um, but I just realized that you were talking about the Champions League and watching mm -hmm. in the morning. Did you sneak out to watch these games, or did your parents know that you were going to of watch? Of course, I snuck out. <laughs> My parents knew nothing about it. You know, Do they know now mom, that you did that? Uh-huh. They knew everything because my younger brother told him, you know. Uh, you when know, when did they find out? I think they found out by the time I was 19, they found out that. I oh, so years out. later. So you were really good. I was really good because, like, I had a friend whose parents didn't mind where he was going. They were cool. Okay. And he used to come and pick me up and both of us used to go and see the games, you know. Awesome, man. I, you could have taught yeah. me a thing or two when I was young. Yeah. I got caught and stuff. But, um, yeah. yeah. All right. So now. So now you're obsessed. You're you're still 13. You're ball. You're still going through puberty. You know what happens later. You know that obsession took over me to the point where, you know, I'm just trying to get read anything or everything about Liverpool. You know, there used to be we used to have Sports Center back in India, right? Again, right. a 30 minutes stupid ass show. We're just talking about 25 minutes about cricket and five minutes about football and other sports, right? For a 30 minute segment. And if they mention Liverpool, it's probably in passing reference in 10 to 20 seconds, right? I used to watch the entire show just to get to that 10 to 20 seconds to see what they were saying about Liverpool. Yeah, man. That was That's my- crazy. This is before TiVo and, and recording and all that stuff, I would imagine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like that kind of obsession. And when they speak about Liverpool for a minute, I used to be like, I used to call my dad and my younger brother and like, this is Liverpool. You got to watch this with me. They had no choice. They fucking had to watch it with me, you know? And my dad there out there was, you know, getting really worried that, Oh, my son's not seeing cricket anymore. What the fuck is going to happen to him? <laughs> He's not even talking about cricket. What is it? All this football madness. You did, did you guys have a moment? Did you guys enjoy it together? Did, is he on your side yeah. now? Let, let's fast forward. Does he, does he like Liverpool now or is he tolerant? Like what's going on with that? No, he, he's, he doesn't care about Liverpool, let's be honest. You know, okay. my younger brother on the other hand is just as obsessed as I am. He's awesome. even more obsessed. Yeah. Awesome. And he's even more obsessed about Steven Gerrard than I am. I sort of grew out of that stage where it's not about Gerrard anymore in right. two, three years. It's about Liverpool doing well. My brother follows Steven Gerrard religiously. Like he sees every Rangers games. He goes, he sees every interview, reads everything Gerrard writes, posts or anything. He really? still loves Liverpool, but he hasn't stopped Gerrard. His, his thing is Gerrard should come back and manage Liverpool. And that yeah. would be Oh, his we thing. could talk about that another time. But yeah, that's interesting. Though. It's almost like a, his high school sweetheart and he never let her go. Kind of yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so that, that, that's cool that you, you and your brother have that. Although maybe not your father, but you and your brother have that. That's awesome. I mean, I, I imagine that you imposed I mean, that on your brother, right? You mm -hmm. kind of almost yeah. forced that upon him, no? Well, he had no choice. I was the elder sibling, so I had control of the TV. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like my turn, damn it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, and, you know, my dad and I did have a moment, you know, right around when, I mean, this is, my, this is a couple of years later, right around when the 2006 World Cup rolled around. And that's when I actually knew that my dad actually knows more than he lets on. He doesn't know what the club football and everything is, but he was pretty, you know, I would say perfect. Like, you know how non-soccer fans or non-football fans are, right? They see World Cup to World Cup 
or yeah. euro to euro or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, but with my dad, it was different. You know, he he, actually, he was he was one of those guys, right? Who saw from World Cup to World Cup, sure, right? And then when the 2006 World Cup came around, uh, by this time I was well versed. I knew Liverpool was you know 18 time champions. You know, we won the Champions League against AC Milan. I was like crying my heart out that day, you know, for no reason. I didn't, I, my, nobody understood why you were crying for a team somewhere all the way in England, you know. But nobody understood. But wait, wait, before we get into the father moment, let's put that on pause for a second. We have to talk about the Champions League final. It's the fifth European Cup. What, if, what a game. Uh, we already know the story, of course. We don't have to get into it, but. How did you watch it? Again, it, it must have been at three in the morning. You were what, maybe fifteen? Um, what it was, did you uh, sneak yeah, up to friend that night? Still. <laughs> no, so that night I couldn't go because you know something happened. I think my friend wasn't available or something else. But I, that night I couldn't go. But I did see the game. I I woke up and I set an alarm for two o'clock. I woke up at two o'clock, you know, went into the living room, put the TV on and saw the game, right? I mean, it's, it was Liverpool versus AC Milan, right? It was Gerard against my, that mighty team. Because the amount of times I watched AC Milan, I knew that was one of the best teams that has ever existed. At least one of the best defenses that Levin ever existed. Right. right. So you I had, knew that. So you you thought Milan would win that game. I was very worried for Liverpool because I didn't. I in my mind I wasn't thinking about is Milan going to win the game or is Liverpool is going to win the game. I was just worried about the fact that it's going to be difficult. Right. It's just going to be difficult, and I just hope they Liverpool do well. You see, right. it's it's no longer about AC Milan anymore. It's just about right. Liverpool. It's like. Liverpool have to do. And then it's 3-0 down in the halftime. Yeah, I was like, well, the first goal, I was okay. I was like, I was just, I just said like, shit, I shouted, you know. Nobody woke up. All right, that's okay. Second goal went in, you know, I broke the TV remote. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Again, but still, you know, nobody wakes up at the home, right? Mm-hmm. Third game, I take the broken remote and start banging it on the TV. Oh my God, like, the TV? What did he do? <laughs> my mom wakes up and is like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I was like, it's, we're losing. And then she sees the remote in my hands and it's like, she already knew I had this habit because it's like, there's no cricket game going on. What is, what's happening? Why did you break the remote distance? Like nothing. It's just my team. I won't. And then she just goes inside and sleeps, right? She's like, New remote in the morning, anyhow, you know. He's the, he, he's known to do this. At least it's not his glasses that he broke this time. That's, you know? Okay. Cool mom. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to the second half, you know. They show that halftime footage of our fans still singing at halftime right. in oh, the they stadium. It. Oh, because you were they, getting it from Sky, right? I don't imagine. Yeah. They showed that fans still singing, you know. I heard the condor saying, this is all over. I was like, I also, I'll be honest, I thought to myself that was over, you know. There's no way this Liverpool team will come back against this AC Milan team. It's just that defense, it's just not going to happen. Then the fans sing, and then, then Gerard comes out, scores that header, lifts the fans. I'm telling you, I see that video right now, goops bumps even till today. 
Yeah. Even till today, when Gerard does this to the fans, even till today, lifting his arms up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was literally biting myself and saying, you know, if anyone should be a captain in the world for any team in the world, this man should be it. There should be no other captain for any team in the world except Steven Gerrard. Those were my thoughts, right? Right. Seven minutes later, three-three. I am losing my shit. All right. The entire apartment complex is woken up because I'm shouting at the top of my voice <laughs> in my home. You know, all my cousins live in the same apartment complex. They're all coming up, knocking on our doors, like, "What is happening?" Oh, what did it happen? You know, my aunts, my uncles, and it's like, it's like, and my mom had to tell all the nothing. My son's going crazy. You guys can go back to bed. <laughs> this is, you know. Imagine this. That's incredible. You woke up, you woke up your, fa- your extended family that lives as neighbors. The whole apartment, everything, you know. Shouting is kind of normal in India. Nobody calls the cops. Just saying. Right. Yeah, <laughs> America, why do you do that? We just want to party. And, <laughs> And I went crazy, 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 crazy. I didn't sleep the whole night, you know. Got to school early and I was like, talking about Liverpool the whole day again. You know? And then everyone's like, stop talking about Liverpool already. Yeah, I can They see. didn't even, but imagine, I was, I was the only one who was seeing football in my class. I was the only one who knew what European football, what the European oh, Wow, is. you're the only one. No one was even yeah. like a Serie A fan or anything. Nothing. Nobody knew nothing in my class. Imagine I had nobody to, you know, share this proper. Yeah. So then how a couple you, of. Okay. So then, okay. So how did you then, okay, you're still 14, so I get it. But when you got a little older, did you meet people in India that, yeah, yeah. that shared? The so passion? when I was in school, I had two or three other friends in other classes who used okay. to see, you know, we had a Real Madrid fan. He's a very close friend of mine. We're still friends. You know, he, he was a Real Mad, uh, Madrid fan. You know, he used to start seeing before me, and I never used to give a shit about what he was talking about, Madrid, Carlos. I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we had a, another United fan, and he used to talk about United a little bit when we used to meet. We were in different classes, so, you know, we never used used to only meet during at the end of the day when we went to play cricket or some shit, you know? Sure. And he used to talk about United and I was like, yeah, f- I don't care about all this. Let's play cricket, you know? Right? So in 10th, when my Liverpool obsessions, in 10th grade is when it, you know, really hit the ceiling. The obsession hit the ceiling, you know, when we sure. won the Champions League. Uh, we, we used to meet every now and then, but, uh, you know, seeing me, they became more and more passionate about their football clubs, you know? Technically, I'll tell you, fun fact, the Real Madrid guy supports Chelsea now. So, you know. <laughs> What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. I love him, but, you know, he supports Chelsea now. So, but when I got into, you know, junior college, that's when I met people who actually used to see, you know, as much as I used to see. You know, there was a gang of us, like, you know, 10 to 15 people of us. You know, we had United fans. We had Arsenal fans. We had Chelsea fans. We didn't understand right, right, right. why they Before, were. All right. Before we get into that segment of your life, you were telling me about your father. So I mm-hmm. love a good father-son moment. So tell me there was something going on there with the World Cup and, and all that. Oh, yeah. 2006 World Cup comes around and, you know, I didn't know which team to support. Right. It's like, I'll just see everybody. I was like, I was one of those guys who like, you know, well, any team wins the World Cup, I'll be happy if there's at least one Liverpool player in that team. 
Right, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been the same way for most of my life. I mean, if Venezuela or Colombia are not in it, then it's just like, eh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was going well. Uh, we saw that a 2006 World Cup starts, and my dad's back to his usual self. You know, it's the World Cup. I have to see every game, you know. And then he talks to me about, you know, you know, when I was a kid, my favorite player used to be Pele. And I was like, how the hell do you know who Pele is? And then my dad says, I seen him play in three different World Cups. What are you talking about? I saw Pele when I was, uh, I heard about Pele when I was first five years old. That's what my dad told me. Oh, okay. He had, and then, okay, so you, you're really old. So you went back, okay. So you saw Pele and who else did you like? And then, you know, the big names, right? He said, well, the next player I really, really admired and all of us knew about, even in India, even in the villages, even in the remote places, after Pele, everybody knew about and we all wanted to see was Maradona. Well, Maradona, what a, what a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, and then my dad described the goal he scored against England in a way which I would never expect him to describe anything else other than cricket, right? He, exactly, he told me how Maradona took the ball, beat four English players, you know, or five English players, and put the ball into the net. And he told me, well, goal itself is how he described it very simply, but he, he also told me the complete story around it, that saying that Maradona was huge back in the day. Nobody saw anything like that in football when Maradona scored that goal against England. Then he also spoke about the goal which he scored with his hand, and he also told me that's called the hand of God goal. They right. call that goal the hand of God. And he also told me, he, apparently, I think he saw a documentary on Maradona, so he knew about how he had problems about drugs later in life. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and then he told me about all the stuff, you know, you would watch about, you know, how, yeah, he told me that back in the day, you know, Brazil, Argentina, France, Italy, these were, and Germany, these were the, you know, the best teams that we knew were, we grew watching up. These were the best teams. And you look back, that's right, you know, Germany and all these people won because World Cup used to be the only thing that used to be broadcasted. The Euro, not so much. So, you know, he didn't know anything. He didn't know all the classy players like, you know, like a Syrah or a Van Basten or, you know, yeah. uh, even he, I, he didn't even know who uh, Eusebio or Eusebio for who used to play for Portugal. He, he didn't even know that, right? Or he didn't even know the great Hungary team before he started watching. Because that was in the 50s, right? 54, 50. So he didn't know all that. But anything World Cup related, he, he was actually pretty well versed. He knew who Romario was. You know, he knew Roberto Baggio. So, so you, you, were, you were kind of impressed by your father. You see that he, he knew something about something that he didn't know zero like you originally thought. So did that, right. give, did that give like you a new perspective of your dad and – did that make you guys a little closer at that particular time? Because this is 2006. You're what, 16? Uh, guys, everyone was a teenager once in their life, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. is important, no? Yeah, that, that, that definitely did, did that. And he was also more proud of the fact that, you know, I was telling him players like, you know, Dennis Burkamp, Thierry Henry, Steven Gerrard. These are the guys right now you need to see in this World Cup. So, you know, by the time the 2006 World Cup came around, he, he was just in that mode where, you know, uh, 
he's got to see Italy play. He's got to see Germany play. You know, not no one in particular. You know, right. The last time he tuned into a World Cup to see someone play was 1994 when he tuned in to see Romario and Roberto Baggio play. You know, okay. he saw the 98 World Cup uh, and he really saw he saw the 2002 World Cup and at both those World Cup, uh, you know, he wanted to see Ronaldo play. You know, the Brazilian right. Ronaldo. Yeah, and, the original. And he got, <laughs> yeah, and he got to know about Oliver Kahn throughout the 2002 tournament because people were going, it's Ronaldo versus Oliver Kahn, the yeah. best keeper in the world and all that. So if you have that much media coverage, you'll obviously know. So by the time it was the 2006 World Cup, he actually didn't know who to follow. So tune in me. I was telling him, yo, you got to see Henri for France. He's really so it, was, it was your opportunity to tell him what's going on, to indicate him. And then you yeah. guys kind of like bonded for that, for that, how long, you know, World Cup is what, a month? And then, and then I, I imagine you guys got closer during that particular time. I mean, that's, that's, that's great, man. I love me that yeah. father-son yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and then has that continued on? I mean, you obviously said he doesn't like Liverpool or he doesn't care about Liverpool so much, but I imagine he cares. It has continued on. It's, it's, it's to that, a point well, you where, care you know. Go ahead. It's to a point where he keeps track of everything Liverpool's doing. He doesn't see the games, you know. He, he Maybe he'll tune in to see the game if my brother's watching. He'll sit next to him. And my mom will also sit next to my brother and watch, you know, the games. They don't particularly care about Liverpool. But, you know, if someone's watching at home, they'll see. And if Liverpool wins a trophy or anything, I like I get a call even now. So when we won the Champions League, my mom called me and said, like, you know, hey, you guys won, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. Are you happy? Are you celebrating? Are you partying too much? And I was like, yeah, of course I'm partying too much. <laughs> I'm getting shit wasted today. Yeah, you but know, it was like uh, 35 million degrees. I mean, uh, Celsius. It was like 90 degrees Fahrenheit outside. It was nuts. Oh, we yeah. should talk about that. We'll get to that later. But so that's awesome that you're, you know, obviously because it, it came from you, but all your family, whether they super care or not, they love you. So, and they obviously love your brother. Um, so they watch because of you guys to like to be a part of your life, you know, because it's obviously important to you, you and your brother. Yeah. So, so they want to be informed who, so yeah. that they can have little conversations with you guys. I think yeah. that's wonderful, they, man. That's great. They know who Steven Gerrard is. They can describe all his best goals because I've shown him those goals thousands of times. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Like, you know, you know, they can even... My dad can even point out the commentary in the Olympiacos game. Oh, yeah? Gerard, so he, oh, yeah. Like, he, as soon as he heard that, he'll be like, are you seeing that goal from 2004 again when Gerard scored at Olympiacos? Yeah, that's the best commentary ever. Oh, my God. Hey, when we're off air, we'll have to watch that goal again. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Mid-November, Manchester City. Because they had gone and gotten the results. They'd gotten some miraculous wins. Actually, the week before was the win against Aston Villa, where Mane puts in the header right at the death. I knew there was something special about this team and that they were going to be quite the force, but it was at that moment when Fabinho sends in the top shelf strike. They go up 3-0 against this unbeatable Manchester City. Not only are these guys possibly the best in the Premier League, but they're better than what many would consider to have, at the time, been the best in the world. So that was full confidence, like, no, 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 no one's stopping this here. All right, so now, okay, let's, you know, your father, uh, I love that story about your family up until the present. That's absolutely wonderful. That gives me hope for 20, for the rest of 2020 and in humanity and in, 
you know, just in uh, the human spirit, to be quite honest, I mean, no hyperbole there. I love me a good family story like that. But I got to know. So you're still in media. You're in high school. Now, I know this from off air. You went to college in the United States. Right. I did my master's. Oh, you did. Okay. So you went to your, your, yeah. yeah. So you did did that in the United States. So let's, before we go, I, I guess you did your master's here. So let's. Maybe talk about your bachelor's first. That yeah, bachelor's was a weird time. I mean, bachelor's was four years. I had the most amount of fun going back to my, you know, teenage years. Sure. Uh, again, bachelor's, I had the issue of, you know, I had people in my class because they come from all over the country to the college, right? Mm-hmm. I had people in my class. Uh, again, nobody knew anything about football. And bachelors you know i had a good two years in junior college where you know uh well high school is junior college in india for people who don't know right, right? thank you, you i didn't you finish that. high yeah junior co- you finish junior college when you're 17 or 18 just when you finish high school right right that time those two years were super fun because i had 15 friends who all used to watch football and we used to discuss it religiously every day. We, 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 we even used to have money on games. It was like Liverpool uh, versus United. I was like 50 bucks, Liverpool win. 50 bucks, United win. Wait, 50 you know. rupees or 50 US dollars? This is a different thing. Rupees, rupees. Okay. It's still 50 bucks back home. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, we used to have all like that. We used to have thing. arguments. We, we used to have arguments. We used to have fights, you know. Okay, okay. So... Okay, you have so now obviously from high school you didn't have that com, uh, friendship with other football fans. Now you have uh, people that are different fans. But did you meet at all in your college town or whatever, wherever you were, other Liverpool fans? When was the first like segue into like Liverpool fandom, so to speak? Look, I only had one Liverpool fan that I knew of when I was in high school. Right, come to college, I had no one except the same guy from high school I knew who was a Liverpool. Right. Okay. And my friend's brother, my friend's younger brother, uh, my friend was a United fan. His younger brother was a Liverpool. Okay. Split household. I get that. Love that. <laughs> yeah. So that's about it. Right. So college, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I used to go see games at, we used to have something called as extreme sports bar. Uh, you know, that's where we used to go see the Liverpool games. Uh, again, we didn't have a specific location back in the day for all the other fans. So if Liverpool and United were playing, we used to have all the Liverpool and United fans in one room, you know, shouting did, each did other's any, Did any drama ensue? Did any I mean, we never up? used to, there was no physical fight, but there was a lot of, you know, shouting, dissing, toying and all that shit. You know? Yeah, the banter and, and uh, yeah. talking. Because, and you know, the United fans on that side were also friends. You know, because I had friends who were United fans who were sitting on that side. I had friends, you know, they had fans who were sitting on this side. So it kind of was not like a, you know, punch your ass off situation. Right, right. Are you still friends with those people today? I am still friends with those people today. I was best man at one of their weddings so as well. Oh, cute. Ooh, a little BJ in a suit and shit. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Okay. So now, you, so you're not involved, you weren't involved in any sort of like organized, like Liverpool kind of no, fandom no, no. in India at all? No. A lot hey, of you, my participation used to be, you know, in online web forums for Liverpool, you know. Did you, uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you get into fan fiction or anything? 
no, no, no fan fiction. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm just messing. Yeah. I'm just messing. Joking around. Okay. So you think? Do you think you were too early for that? I think maybe now there would be kind of an organized Liverpool presence. You think? Now? I think so. I definitely think so. You know, 2006, 2007, when I was, you know, just starting college, there were football fans, but you know, it, nothing was organized. You know, the groups wouldn't meet that often. You know, a lot of it is, you know, a lot of different fans meeting together. We, we used to play soccer outside, uh, you know, in different teams and all that. But if I would go back right now, it would be awesome. It would be a different India because now everything's organized. You know, there are OLSCs all over the country for Liverpool. They go, they do, they shout, you know. That's, so that's, it would, okay, so there would be, there would be here. Okay, awesome. Or they would be there, sorry. All right, so now let's move on to... Another period of your life, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you did move to the United States. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the visa situation, we'll, you know, we both know from that uh, thing uh, off air. But anyway, so you, you did the education in the United States. Awesome. Uh, tell us where you did it and how, how did Liverpool play a role <laughs> in your life at that point in time? Or where yeah, you were so located? Because I can't I, even imagine. My master's was 2012-2013. 2013, 2014. It was in Stillwater, Oklahoma. 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 I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's there. I don't know. I no yeah. So, you know, it was in a small, you know, it was in a small college town called Stillwater. You know, Stillwater had a lot of soccer. Uh, it had soccer fans, but not enough that I knew who were Liverpool fans. I had one other friend who was a serious Liverpool fan and a couple of others who were just passing by. So most of the games, you know, because of the schoolwork and everything, I used to see most of the games in the lab on the computer okay. where I used to stream all the illegal sites to, you know, see the game. And, you oh. know, got and always used to get kicked out of the lab when we score and i used to shout at the top of my it used to disturb all the other students so everybody knew me around the lab then you know i'm the idiot who shouts i'm the idiot who shouts in the lab right you know uh to, in between there was uh, there were a couple of people who i met uh you know the ols i i don't think it was an olsc but it was called copites of oklahoma really so yeah. like an unofficial in oklahoma like were there five people there? How yeah. many people were there? I don't know. The, the Facebook page had about, you know, when, I, when me and my friend first joined, had 30, 40 people. And, you know, there used to be oh, one wow. article in the page every month or two months. Not much well, information. Sure, sure. Hey, fun fact, you can check out my graduation picture with the Liverpool scarf uh, uh, in the Copites of Oklahoma page. Awesome. We'll have, to, we'll have to post that somehow with this episode. But... That that's crazy. I mean, honestly, I don't even know the population of Oklahoma. I thought it was like you know, it's very less, not, not much more than the number of people in the Copites of Oklahoma. You know, <laughs> it also it was also at that point where you know I didn't actively look out to see if there were other people seeing games somewhere or not, just because you know we were Liverpool were in that phase where you know 2012, 2013, Rogers' first season, we finished seventh or eighth. I mean. I mean, it was good since Coutinho and Starge came on. 2013-14 was the heartbreak, you know. Your idols. But that season, what a, but, hey, but let's be real, though. What a fun season, though. What a, I'm yeah. assuming you watched all the games. I mean, what a roller coaster. What a what roller coaster. City game, you know. Yeah. You know, I'll give, give Stillwater, Oklahoma one thing. Even though a lot of people didn't watch soccer while I was going there, 
they knew what Liverpool was. They knew what Manchester City was. You know, whenever, whenever Liverpool used to do well, they, all my friends in class used to come and, hey, congratulations, you guys are finally going to do it this year and all that. And, you know, I even promised my friends that, <coughs> the closer ones, that I'll take you out to all of you to Vegas if Liverpool win the league this year. That's how desperately I wanted it at that time. <laughs> You offered a free vacation to Vegas? Are you nuts? You I didn't even know what I was thinking. You, you make ir- I mean, I feel like you you're you're very irresponsible. Your mom would be disappointed. <laughs> I know she would be. Hey, you know, maybe yeah, Gerard slipped to save my ass. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, what a uh, but so so that got everybody interested in the game because they were now watching it with me. You know, I suddenly had 10 people in my house seeing the game. Oh, because they wanted to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, you selfish fucks, but it's okay. It makes it more fun, you know. Well, that's uh, very cute, fun. man. That's a very crazy kind you of know, scam 13, going 14 on. graduation ceremony, my master's season. Graduation ceremony, you know. My friend brings out the Liverpool scarf. We both foes with the scarf, you know. It was just <laughs> amazing, you know. And check this out. When we were walking into the room for the graduation ceremony, we put the scarf and they showed the scarf. It was in the basketball stadium, right? The stadium right. was full and everything. Of course. And they showed the basketball scarf. They, they showed it on the big one of those big screens. Oh, the big jumbo, the, the Jumbotron thing. Yeah, on the Jumbotron. And there were actually quite a few shouts from the crowd when we showed that to the people, you know? Oh, that's they awesome, were little, man. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, everything's good and everything all right. Party our asses out. And I assume your parents were there for that or not? No, my parents couldn't make it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even my cousins couldn't make it, but that was okay. I mean, and then after that, two months later, I got a job in Tampa. I got a job in Ooh, Wisconsin. I got a job in Wisconsin, and I was seriously considering the Wisconsin because I like the cold better than the heat. Jesus. Uh, but... I, I moved to Tampa because, you know, let's check out Florida. Right. I mean, you know, sun, come on. What's the matter with you? You're Indian. Yeah. You have sun. You and, have I, sun. I, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be really honest with you. First six months in Florida, Tampa, I hated it. You hated it. I, eh? hate, I hated it. I hated it because every time I had to go out, I have to come back and take a bath. You know, the humidity didn't, I just didn't, I couldn't deal with the humidity. It was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to move out of this shithole soon. <laughs> Six months later, I was okay. I was starting to go, it's good, it's good, it's good. One year later, I was like, I'm not going to leave Tampa. Who the hell leaves Tampa? Right? <laughs> That's fantastic. So tell us now, I mean, we've met here in Tampa, Florida. So tell us, like, your, your time here as a, a Liverpool fan and how, you, how, you know, your data has changed. Because it seems like you're a bit more involved here in Tampa whether officially or unofficially. Um, and then after that, let, yeah, no, no, yeah, please. Eh, sorry, been drinking, guys. Apologize. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Talk about your Liverpool fandom in, here in Tampa. You know, for the first couple of years in Tampa, I think it was uh, 2014 and 15 and 15 and 16, I think. Uh, you know, I used to just see the games at home, you know. I didn't know there was an official supporters club. I looked it up on Instagram. I couldn't find anything back in the day, you know. Uh, and then I didn't even bother to look to see if, you know, Liverpool fans were gathering somewhere to, you know, see the games. That thought didn't cross my mind. 
cut to that. Uh, so the first two years, you know, one of them was the Rogers years. You know, I really didn't want to see other crying Liverpool fans because I was crying myself. You know, right. what the fuck has Jordan Rogers done to us? You know, uh, you know. Uh, and then Jurgen Klopp came, and then, you know, we were really happy what Jurgen Klopp did and everything. Seeing the games at work, I still used to do all that. Uh, didn't know any other Liverpool fans in Tampa. Uh, then one day I go to jog behind. Uh, there's a there used to be a school in which I used to have a track field uh, behind my apartment, right? Right. So I I decided one morning that I'll go and jog there. You know, I'll use the track field. I'll, I'll go for a jog. And then I go for a jog. I see kids playing in Liverpool jerseys. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, what? I see kids playing in Liverpool jerseys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? And then there's a sign on the rail near where I jog that says, Official Liverpool FC Academy. What? That was our Axel Academy. That was Liverpool's Academy. And these were all actually representing Liverpool FC in Tampa behind my apartment to a school who, where I can walk to. That's amazing. It's like the like, idea of like meeting the next Gerard almost, you know? I love it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> if this exists, why am I being an idiot and not looking for where people go see the games? And I go to Google, I type it, and it says... All of us watched the game at Pokies. All right. This was early beginning of the 2016 season. I was like, okay. I finish my jog. I go home. I change. I'm at Pokies an hour later. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And then, and then obviously we know what's happened over the last few seasons. Your yeah, like, has been a master class. Um, 2016-17 Pokies, you know, most of the time was at Pokies, you know. Uh, yeah, I never remembered everybody's name because I used to be a bit irregular to getting to pokies, you know, because I still I wasn't I still didn't have a vehicle back then, you know, because uh, I was you know clearing my student loan debts before I buy a vehicle, a car, right? yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And for those so, who don't know, you, know, you definitely need a car in Tampa, yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, pokies, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen, eighteen season pokies, uh, you know. Again, Pokies. I knew a few of the folk in Pokies, like I knew Shaddy, you know, I, uh, uh, I knew David. I mean, I, I never spoke to David, but I knew David was a regular. I never spoke to him, but I knew him. <laughs> I mean, Shaddy was there, who we used to talk often. And there were a couple of other folk, uh, you know, there was Maurice and, you know, there were a couple of other folk, you know, who we used to interact with and, you know, we used to see a lot. And then I had a couple of Liverpool fans who I met who used to come to Pokies with me, right? Cut to the 18-19, uh, the 17-18 season. I wasn't here in town for the finals. I was at Carragher's, New York, to see the finals. We lost to Madrid. Oh, man, what a... It was a fucking heartbreaking that I would kill Sergio Ramos if I have a chance to. I don't mean it, but, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Metaphorically, uh, people, metaphorically. Metaphorically. You know, for all I care, I don't think he's a good player. You know, he can go and eat shit or whatever he wants to eat. Uh, but, you know, just kind of, but, you know, but yeah, <laughs> eighteen nineteen before the beginning of the eighteen nineteen season, uh, I met Sunger, who you know, who moved into town closely. He was also an OSU graduate, Liverpool fan. 
Well, and, wait, you know, but you guys knew each other. Sanger is another, for those of you who don't know, Sanger is another Indian guy that is uh, part of the LFC kind of fandom here in Tampa Bay. But you guys knew, you guys went to the same school, but did you guys know each other at that time? No, we didn't know. We were doing kind of like an OSU alumni meet kind of thing in Tampa. Oh, and that's and how you oh. Then I met Sanger and he was like, dude, I'm a Liverpool fan too. Oh, great. I'm a Liverpool fan too. So he's like, do you go to see the games at Pokies? Where do you go? I said, I go to Pokies. And then, you know. Uh, and you guys, are, to, to, you guys are like roommates right now, right? Right. We're roommates. First time see I had guys, a Liverpool roommate. See, guys, Liverpool fans, you know, you know, living together. Isn't that great? I love it. I love it. Yeah. And 2018-19, uh, we decided that, you know, Pokies is a bit of a hassle to go to with the parking and everything. So let's check out London Heights and, you know. As you guys know, we've been at London Heights ever since. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's changed this season. We, um, I yeah, guess we're at Social season. House right now. We are Social House, which is very close, but uh, we went yeah. there for the Community Shield last week. Um, but, yeah, that's where I met you. I met you at uh, London Heights, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, brown, guy. <laughs> brown guy. Yeah, brown guy, I'm brown, let's <laughs> remember, I remember. I remember the first time I spoke to you was, uh, you know, it was, I think it was the first Champions League game at PSG when, you know, we had to go to Red Star and see the game because, you know, oh, okay, right. whatever the, yeah, you know, that's where we first spoke. And yeah, we, we have fun, you know, Brian removed his shirt off, you know. Oh man, Brian, Brian's, Brian's a trip, guys. Um, but so it sounds like, the majority of, of like a kind of fan culture that you've experienced has been with your time here in Tampa. Is that right. fair? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Majority of the fan culture has been with, you know, Tampa, you know, all the people I've met here. It's just good to know so many people who want to see Liverpool. You yeah. Know? That's like, it's, it's like an amazingly very, very big sized community. Be sure to support the homie, a Coop Sticks. Stoop Coops, streaming now. She made me coffee in the morning. She made me coffee in the evening. She made me coffee in the morning. She made me coffee in the evening. What I really want to talk about, though, or, or what I want to get into, is your time or your understanding throughout the years of kind of Liverpool's history, kind of, so for example, you know, obviously it's a, it's a sad topic, um, but for example, Hillsborough, when did that kind of uh, affect you, you know, when you, when you looked up the history of Liverpool Football Club and, and how do you kind of like uh, try to show your support and, ju you know, justice for the 96 uh, today? You know, so the first time it really affected me was I was already into a year and a year and a half or two years into supporting Liverpool, right? Now, I knew about the Hellswood disaster, right? Because, you know, in the commentary and everything, they keep saying that, you know, they're paying homage to the 96. You know, I did my reading and everything on it, uh, you know. So from whatever I knew about Liverpool, Liverpool was a working class community, you know, right? Uh, for a working class community, something like Liverpool means a lot more than to a normal person, right? Uh, the words, you will never walk alone, would probably mean a lot more to you, me, Sanger, David, Rive, than to any other folk we'll probably know, right? 
a lot of us as Liverpool fans, those words mean something to us because we use it in every context, right? right. We use those words in every context, you know. It came to a point where I kept telling myself, I'm not the only person going through any of the tough times I was going through. Like, I'm not alone in this. I have people with me. Are there other people who've gone through this and have come out successfully and happily on the other end, right? So for Hillsborough, those words and Hillsborough, you know, I always used to see the memorial. I always used to, you know, understand what happened, what the son did, you know. Yeah. You know, what the son did and everything about. So it got to a point where, you know, if you ask me how I was showing my fandom, the best way I can put it is, Remember transfer windows where people used to sign players and there used to be gossip on all the sites where everyone used to go and see what the gossip was. Right. Even if there was other friends of mine who were going to the Sun website to read an article, I would say I used to, I will break that computer if you open that in front of me. See it on any other website, I don't care. After I leave, you can see, but not in front of me. And they never used to get why I used to hate the Sun for so much. So that's when I realized, when I said that, the first time to a friend that's when i realized that okay just seeing these things listening to all the stories about all the hillsborough people you know there's a lot of videos there's a lot of content on youtube and everywhere you know where people talk about what happened that day you see the documentary you see everything you only realize it when you actually act it out first and i'll give you an example of how hillsborough affects me even to this day right it was one of i think it was the I don't know if it was last season, 1920 or, you know, 1819. Uh, and we were at the bar. All of us were there, you know. You, me, Ryan, David, everyone were at the bar. And there was this one Newcastle fan, you know, who came in. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember the story. Go on, yes. Yeah, you know. And then he had an argument with someone on our side, and he, he basically said, you know, that's why Hillsborough happened. For you guys and he, and he said it to a uh one of our you know yeah one of our you know one of our mates, one of right? our fans that's actually from liverpool and that was um let's say then, quite dramatic yes and then you know at that point of time uh you know a couple of our fans you know wanted to you know start a fight with him but i was you know holding people off saying that you know let's let's not fight let's not fight let's not get into a fight you know after that happened, uh, you know, I realized that, you know, it's good that I wanted to stop those people because if I turned around first, I would be at his, you know, at his throat. Yeah, that no. season, yeah, it, that situation would have escalated way beyond, you, you know, what was happening. And, you know, and just yes. it's, it's, it's at, at those moments you realize that, you know, how much love you have for a club. For, you know, there's no reason. We can't explain why we love Liverpool. Can you explain why you love Liverpool? Some club in England? Some player who you're never going to see? No. So, like, that's the big discussion, uh, Andrew, is, like, do we loan him out or do we, like, do we keep Divock Origi? Does Divock Origi go? And we leave Ryan, Ryan Brewster there. Um, but, yeah, Ryan Brewster has been definitely one of the stars of, of, the, of the two friendlies. For me... Not only do you want them to learn how to play the Liverpool way, but this this season is different. It's unlike any other season that we're ever going to see. So much football right on top of it, just going to be game after game after game. It's going to come thick and fast. I think he's going to have a lot more opportunities than you think because 
I would not be surprised to see regular squad rotation. I think because the traditional thing is they're going to send them out on loan again. We've done. Um, however, though, it'd be. I agree with you. They'd be dumb. I just. I, I, I just have no. Faith it's just a right different now. season. It's like Dan I have no said. faith in humanity, guys. <laughs> So just to be clear, you you haven't been to have you been to Anfield for a game? No, I haven't. I haven't. So you have not. That's okay. Does not I make mean, you less of a fan than anyone who has. I hate that shit on Twitter. Nuts. No, but I will be. I have to know. I have to know though. Here's my question. I have to know. I I imagine that you have imagined what you would be like. If you were in Anfield, listening to the walk, you know, you never walk alone. Because when I went, I imagine before I went, dude, I imagined my whole damn day, bro. Like, I imagine to the exact, like, minute detail of what, what it would be like. So I want to know what your, what, what do you think you would hope to get out of it? And what do you imagine it would be? And, like, what would be your ideal Anfield visit, basically? I know how I will be, right? I'm going to cry my ass off just being at Anfield. I'm going to cry my ass off. And when that You Will Never Walk Alone is going to come, I'm going to lose my voice by the time I finish singing You, you Will Never Walk Alone. Yeah. And I would need, you know, at least five or ten beers to get my voice back. You know, that would be me, right? Uh, Anfield is obviously a dream. I really want to go. I was hoping it would be this year. Uh, it wasn't going to be last year. I knew that much, but I was really hoping it was going to be this year until COVID Thanks, hit. Corona. Right. And, you know, I, I really hope it's going to be next year because I never really could watch Steven Gerrard play at Anfield. Uh, but now, at least I can now watch, you know, Jurgen Klopp on the touchline at Anfield. Oh, I really man. wanted to. What a beautiful man, that man. Oh, what a beautiful yeah. man. Yeah, you know, so to me, you know, that that sort of, you know, summarizes my Liverpool fandom, you know, from being obsessed about Steven Gerrard to the fact that I no longer wear any player's name on my back. It's only going to be Gerrard ever. And if there's going to be another person's name on the Liverpool jersey on my back, it's going to be Jurgen Klopp's name. There you go. There you have it, guys. Um, That's it. Well, VJ, I appreciate it, and I think the, the listeners appreciate you taking the time out to tell us your origin story. You know, I don't know about you, but I love me a good origin story. Um, what a fascinating story about your love of, you know, your, uh, your infatuation and love for Liverpool Football Club and our great, our great club. Let's hope for, obviously, let's hope for the best of situations for our, the rest of the season. We hope we win every game. We go invincible, you know and everything else but um we appreciate we appreciate you and i thank you for taking the time with us today um obviously um if anyone wants to meet you or hit you up online where can people find you uh they can find me at social house watching the game on the weekend but instagram my handle is vijay kagami okay we'll probably have to spell that in the in the description below but <laughs> we'll get that yeah. there <laughs> all right Thanks, BJ. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And, um, you know, up the Reds. The Reds. All right, cheers.